Well, hey there, campers, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Camp Cryptid. This is your host, Erica Fett, and I am so excited for a brand new season of Campfire Tales, new spooky places that I visited, and uh, lots of new guests from all over the world talking about cryptids, spooky experiences, and uh, very spooky places. Um, now, with that being said, uh, today's episode is going to be on Salem. Uh, recently, I took an amazing trip to Boston, and I fell in love with the area. I'm in like a total like nautical kick right now like everything is like sea the coast cool ass sailboats and I'm 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 just living for it um but while I was in Boston I got the amazing opportunity to go and take a day trip to Salem and I really fell in love with the area and everything about Salem whether it be like the past the spooky you know um which uh, trials and everything that happened that's associated with that. But also it's kind of like a city, like where it feels like Halloween 24-7. So I visited, I think, in June. And it honestly felt like when I was in Salem that it was I, I just felt like the entire community really embraced um, its past and really tries to um, make it a very accepting and inviting place to visit. And I just absolutely fell in love with Salem. Um, so I thought what better way to jump into a brand new spooky season than to talk about one of the spookiest cities in the United States. So this episode is going to be all about Salem. Now, um, you know, I talked earlier about going to Boston and I had an amazing experience there and I'll definitely do a little episode about haunted Boston coming up. Um, but while I was in Boston, um, the way that I got to Salem was um, through a ferry. So you can drive to Salem from Boston, but I honestly had so much fun on the ferry and I would hands down recommend the ferry to anyone uh, that wants to go visit uh, Salem from Boston. So the, the ferry was amazing. And the cool thing is, is that Boston Harbor has so much history that when you're on the, the way to Salem, uh, this ferry basically goes through and gives you kind of like a little tour of the Boston Harbor and one of the cool things that I thought that was uh, really neat along the way to Salem was one of the islands off the coast of Boston called Long Island uh, is actually the inspiration for the novel and the movie Shutter Island, which I was like, ooh, that's really, really cool. So um, it's this tiny little long island that, of course, has like this very like eerie looking abandoned hospital. Um, and it's got definitely a very haunted past. But that's that's definitely one of those that I'm going to dive into when I do the Boston episode because there's a lot that go with Long Island. Um, but I thought it was really neat because, of course, you know, you've got this creepy novel based off of, of Long island but you also have like it looks the part of totally being haunted which really just added to the entire like anticipation of getting to Salem so what's really really cool is that when you get to Salem um I think the the ferry took about like 45 minutes but it was actually very enjoyable um you know being out in the sea I was like totally feeling like oh man like I want to be an explorer I want to be an adventurer like let's do this I'm about to go buy a boat 
Um, but when I got to Salem, it was really neat because, you know, when you think of Salem, um, you kind of associate it with witches, right? Um, but Salem has like a huge history and past full of all of these crazy pirates, which I mean, if you think about it, like for me, I really, when I think of Salem, I wasn't really thinking of pirates. I was more thinking of witches. Um, so I was like, well, duh, it's a coastline. Of course there was probably pirates back in the day, right? Well, the cool thing about it is Salem has been associated with some of the most notorious pirates to ever sail the seas, which I thought was super, super cool. So, um, you know, there's all these major pirates, but Salem is actually associated with um, the Captain Blackbeard, which I feel like everybody has known because he's been inspiration for so many movies and so many cool characters over, you know, over the years in popular culture and uh, media. It also has an association with the uh, pirates Edward Lowe and Black Sam Bellamy, which I thought was really, really neat. Uh, when you get to Salem, there's actually a pirate museum that you can walk to uh, that's part of the the guided historic tour of Salem, which was really, really neat. So Salem was definitely associated with pirates during the golden age of piracy, which I think is such a cool little side bit of Salem, especially because who doesn't love pirates? I actually, <laughs> after doing the Boston and Salem trip, I, you know, I was obsessed with all of these like nautical coast themes. I uh, got back into Pirates of the Caribbean and I forgot how just good those movies were. So uh, you know, it's been this whole thing of just uh, diving into pirates and how cool it was like with ships and all of these legends that surround the pirates. Uh, so that's that's really neat. Salem has a pirate museum. So I, th I thought it was really cool, though, that Salem has not only an association with witches, but these epic pirates, because these pirates that Salem's associated with were actually some of the most like badass pirates of the time. You've got Captain Blackbeard, which... You know, you you obviously know he's got a giant black beard, but this man was like pure intimidation back in the day. This guy was like, they say like six foot four, and then you add boots, you add a giant hat. This guy was probably towering above everybody, and he just probably looked the part of like this crazy awesome pirate uh and 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 like there's like all of these legends about him that uh, like he would wear pistols all over his chest and he would put fuses from cannonballs in his um his beard and it would be going off and and some people say that was to kind of get rid of the the mosquitoes and bugs of the time which totally makes sense but i mean imagine you see this guy that's just this epic guy in all black who's just towering over everyone just with this giant beard and then there's there's fuses going off around his face like okay come on like he's awesome like that's that's epic that's legendary um but then of course you have other pirates like uh Edward Lowe who was known as one of the most brutal and like torturous pirates of his time uh he was actually uh I think the the show Black Sails depicts him but this guy was no joke this guy was very very um he was just ruthless uh and when you think of like terrible pirates this guy is just his reputation was just known for being he was he would leave no people alive when he would take their ships. Uh, there's a story about a Portuguese captain who threw his um, he saw that Edward Lowe was approaching his ship and he threw all of the treasure overboard because he didn't want Edward Lowe to get his hands on the treasure. So Edward Lowe was so mad at this pirate captain or this captain basically that he cut off his lips 
cooked them and made this guy eat his own lips. So there's all of these stories about this Edward Lowe. And I, you know, with every episode I do, I always encourage everyone to do extra research, especially if there's something that you're like, wow, I like want to like dive into that. Do it because maybe one day you find all of these missing treasures and, you know, that would be the most cool thing ever. So, um, you know, you've got you've got so you've got Blackbeard associated with Salem. You've got Edward Lowe, who was this like ruthless, awful, just super. He would torture people. Just he was ruthless. He's associated with Salem. And then you've got Black Sam Bellamy, which is kind of like a Blackbeard. Blackbeard wasn't really like there's some things that say that he was like kind of a mean guy. But most of the time he was just kind of doing what he needed to do to get, you know, from point A to point B. It's not like he was going out and like torturing people like Edward Lowe. Now, Black Sam Bellamy is kind of like has a reputation of being kind of like a Robin Hood of the Seven Seas. So I think that was really, really cool that he was also associated with Salem. Um, But this guy was kind of known to be like a pretty good guy. Like he was just, you know, going about doing as he wasn't trying to kill people. He was just being kind of like a cool, like laid back pirate who was just giving back to the people, which I thought was really, really neat. Um, So... You've got three epic pirates associated with Salem, which, of course, Salem is on the coast. So, of course, you know, you've got pirates of the time and it's a new land. It's a it's it's all very new and exciting. And, you know, it, of course, you've got these epic pirates that are associated with that area. Uh, but I think the cool thing that kind of ties the pirates together with uh, witches, which is kind of what Salem is known for, uh, is this legend that that surrounds Black Sam Bellamy. So Black Sam Bellamy had a lover named Maria, and Maria was very devoted to him. And one day, Maria felt like he had abandoned her and basically just lost it, thinking that he had left her. As in the legend is about... Uh, Maria is that she turned and devoted her life to witchcraft and trying to seek revenge on Black Sam Bellamy for leaving her and stranding her and not coming back for her. So word is, is that Maria, with all of her rage and intent to harm and get revenge on Black Sam, she summoned a giant nor'easter storm that supposedly made Black Sam's uh, ship sink from all the uh, crazy storms and wind and lightning and crazy massive waves. So that is the legend. And Maria became known as the Witch of Wellfleet. So around that coastline, um, that's what she became known as, the Witch of Wellfleet. So I thought that was kind of like a neat little... um, kind of like a piratey witch story. Uh, So, I mean, obviously, I, I mean... I I could see it happening back in the day is, you know, women feeling abandoned by these guys sailing the seas for months and who knows, years on end. So uh, I thought that was a really fun little uh, tidbit of a witch associated with a pirate. So um, so we all know, though, Salem is while it does have some really cool pirate history, it is definitely associated more with the witch trials of 1692. Uh, and that was basically my draw for going to Salem because, you know, you see all these cute, adorable uh, fall time videos where it's just so spooky. It's so cute. People are eating such good food and looking like they're having so much fun uh, and, and really taking in the history of things that are like hysteria caused like these uh, witch trials. 
So I decided to go to Salem and it was the coolest thing ever. And honestly, I only spent a day there, but I wish I would have spent more time there. It is one of those places that I feel like you could really honestly spend a good like two to three days there uh, because there is really so much to do in Salem. Uh, so the nice thing about Salem is that, you know, it does have these really cool little features right when you get off the pier. If you're taking the ferry, uh, you can see the friendship, which is the uh the ship that was uh, a cargo ship that tra like, traveled all over the world, which is so cool, but it's a replica. And, you know, it just makes you wish that there were little, I guess, sloops is what they call them. There were boats like those still today. And I guess I, my friend Bobby, he told me about this person who ranted about Subway. And I said, you know what? That leads me to my next thing. My next rant is that I wish cruise boats were as cool as pirate ships looked back in the day. Because... I, I just, after doing all of this pirate research and going to Salem and going to Boston and seeing how cool these ships were, I'm losing my mind because I'm like, they are so beautiful. They're like, each one of them is a work of art. And it's like, can you imagine, you know, going and sailing the seas and with all, oh my God, they're just so beautiful. So I, I just, I wish that cruise ships were as beautiful as the old timey wooden boats with, you know, the, the mermaids off, you know, and, and all of these wood carvings and beautiful colors. And I just think that cruise ships need to be more like that. So uh, I'm sorry to get sidetracked, but <laughs> I'm just on a total pirate kick. And I just, you know, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of all these sails and, and it's just so cool. But Okay, back to Salem. Uh, so when you get to Salem, the really neat thing that Boston and Salem both do is if you're interested in doing the historic stuff, they have these uh, like lines down the sidewalk that you can follow. In Salem, they're a yellow line. It's a yellow line right down the middle of the sidewalk. And you can just follow this line everywhere around Salem that's like a historic place that you might want to see, which I think is so nice that the city does that because really there's no way to get lost. And Salem's one of those places where if you are able to walk, you can walk pretty much everywhere. And if you're not, it's, I mean, there's a lot of ways to get around, which is really, really great. Uh, so you follow this yellow line. And the first thing that I wanted to do when I got to Salem was go to the Witch Museum, which of course, if you have seen any thing on Salem that's usually the one thing that people are always doing besides the witch house but the witch museum was very neat uh you have to buy your tickets online so just to let you know before you get there they do not sell tickets at the door you have to buy them online um which it you know I, just a heads up that's one thing I was like oh shoot I gotta do that um so if you go get your tickets online first uh but it was so so neat the way they did everything when you go in they have like almost like a large um, open almost looks like a chapel it's a big wide open area and along the top of the chapel along each side of you all four sides there are different depictions of the witch trial and it goes through and it does a uh, it's got, I think they're like wax figures almost type. It's very, it's very eerie on the inside. It's very creepy even when it's not going on. So they did a great job in there, but, um, it's very, very neat because they go through and do different depictions of what kind of led to the hysteria of the witch trials of 1692. So it gives you the backstory. So if you aren't, you know, aware of it, uh, it lasted about like 15, 20 minutes, which was really neat. And then afterwards you get to walk through uh, the witch museum. So they go through witches over time, uh, witches in popular culture, witches in legends and folklore and mythology. And and, you know, ways that um, hysteria has caused other kind of witch 
pursuits. So it's a great way to kind of get educated and also um, just realize that um, there's a lot of history here that needs to be taken in and a lot of respect that has to go, especially for people who have lost their lives to things like that. So they did a really great job of really honoring those who were lost and those who were accused uh, during the trial. So I really, really love that. Um, outside of the Witch Museum, though, they have a cute little gift shop, which I I loved. Uh, they had so many books and literature about witches. They had different types of themes of witches. Um, I got these super cute, like, little... <laughs> I got so much stuff, but they had like these cute little black cat and uh, like cute little pictures that were from Salem. Uh, they also had packets, which was really neat of anybody who might be a descendant of anybody who was basically uh, accused during the Salem witch trials. So if you were, you had an ancestor who was, you know, accused during those times, you could pick up a packet that gave you all of the information about them, which I thought that was really neat because there's obviously descendants. So I thought that would be a nice little thing that, um, you know, if you were a descendant that you could pick up there. So after the Witch Museum, I had a really great time because I am a huge foodie. And being on the coast, I'm like, this is my one time I'm going to eat a lot of good seafood. And I'm like so excited. Uh, so after the Witch Museum, I made a stop at Turner Seafood. And let me tell you, if you like seafood and you go to Salem, you absolutely have to stop in Turner's. Not only because is it it's, it's amazing, uh, but because it also has some really neat history and is supposedly haunted. Uh, the really cool thing about Turner's is it's called Turner's at the Lyceum. And the Lyceum Hall was actually used by Alexander Graham Bell uh, back in the day to do the first long distance telephone call. And he was in this Lyceum Hall at Turner's uh, and he had 500 people in there watching him make this long distance call. So you've got this epic seafood place with this insane cool like invention that's happening in this history uh so I thought that was really neat because you don't like you always think of Salem you always think of witches but you don't think of all these tiny little things and that happened along the way uh after that and I think that that's kind of what shapes Salem into this super unique town that has just so many different facets to it which I just think is so outstanding but yes Turner's was amazing and I really loved the fact that not only did I get good food it's supposedly haunted on the inside which I think is the coolest but um you know you have this huge piece of history that shaped everything that we have today you know uh so that's super cool I definitely recommend Turner's and it was about a, like a five to eight minute walk but you know when you're walking anywhere in Salem the cool thing is is that you have so many little bits and bobs along the way whether it be like a church that was here during um that's like the oldest church and the oldest graveyard. And then you've got little houses along the way that are all these like historic houses. You've got people who kind of jump into Salem and embrace it. And they have their houses painted black. And it's just super, it's super fun. And it just adds to the atmosphere of Salem being this just magical place. It truly is magical. Um so yeah, so after Turner's, we went on our way to go to the witch house. So if you have seen anything from Salem, like the witch museum, you've definitely seen people take pictures in front of the witch house. It is an all black house and it's hard to miss because it's basically right there on a corner, which is so cool because it just looks like so old and so creepy. Uh, but this is actually one of the houses that was around during the actual Salem witch trials. It's it's one of the oldest houses and it's preserved uh, thanks to people going in and visiting it, which is amazing. Oh, I should have grabbed my catnip. So also they have a gift shop. And if you have cats, I highly recommend, I don't know if they do like this magical 
thing to make your cats even more uh, like addicted and wanting the catnip but my cats lost it and the guy that was sitting there told me he's like my cats love this catnip and he was not wrong because I brought that catnip home and they tore through my bag to get to it so if you go to the Salem witch house please if you have cats get them some little catnip packets there because they will be thanking you and purring later um but the Salem witch house was very cool um so it was the house of Judge Jonathan uh, Corwin, who, like I said, was directly related to the Salem Witch Trials. And when you walk in, they have a lot of the uh, artifacts from that time in the house. They actually have a wall that's still preserved that's the original structure of the house. That It's like a little see-through like thing that you can see kind of how it was made. But when you're walking through this house, you're kind of like transported back in time because you just say, oh my gosh, like imagine all of this hysteria and like your surrounding is so you know it's so plain and it's so like creepy and eerie uh i can only just imagine how eerie it would have been at that time during the witch trials with everything going on uh but when you walk through the house you can see a lot of the artifacts and they have a lot of interesting little plaques on the wall giving you more information about everything that happened during that time and all the things that are in the house and like kind of like the backstories to it which i think was very very neat um but the salem the salem witch house was super it was super eerie it was it's one of those things where it's it's super eerie during the day so I can't imagine how eerie it would be at night like I I I have to go back I it's it's like now my dream to go back and make like an entire weekend of it but I really want to stay there overnight because man I it is a creepy little house and uh I was digging it though it was super cool um, but yeah, so after we got done at the Salem Witch House, uh, I just walked around because like I said, there's a ton of little bits and bobs that you can stop at, like little shops that are like little small businesses. Uh, there are a ton of cute little um, like thrift stores, which is really neat. I I love to thrift. So it's like, give me them old books. Like, I, I guess I just went in like expecting to find like some kind of crazy book, you know, and I, you know, but it's OK. Uh, but it was amazing. Uh, it, and there are so many good places to eat there. There are so many good places, no matter what you what you're looking for. I mean, I found like cute Bigfoot stickers there. So thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, wherever I go, Bigfoot's a thing now. And I'm, I'm totally so thankful because you know not only did I get a bunch of cool Salem witch stuff I you know I got my Bigfoot sticker there so that was really neat um but there's just so much to do along the way when you're when you're walking through Salem that you know they have a wax museum I didn't get to stop at that this time but I would love to do that next time uh they're just you can walk anywhere there and it's just there's always something to see, which I think is really, really fun about Salem. Like I said, there are they have a lot of shops where you can get um, jewelry, you can get uh, bath bombs, candles, like every anything and everything weird, like little oddities, which is really neat. They have some like really like cool, creepy stores. It kind of reminds you of like um, where Nocturne Alley <laughs> almost ish, which I think is really neat. Um so after I walked around a little bit and kind of went through some of the shops, I went on my way to the uh, Salem Witch Trial Memorial. And this is basically an area where they 
uh, the city came together and erected a memorial outside of one of the the oldest cemeteries in the city and uh, put benches for people uh, that had lost their lives and were executed or died during the Salem witch trials, which, you know, it was it was it was really nice to walk through and see people leaving like um, flowers and really nice things on the memorial. Because when you think about everything, it's very sad um, that that even happened. Uh, so, you know, going through and just seeing that it's a beautiful place and people still have like respect for everything that happened is was really, truly, really nice. Um, but it's so crazy, too, because, you know, a lot of times when you think of the Salem witch uh, trials, you think that it was like mostly women. But there were men who actually were executed during the time, too. And some of the men actually. Uh, one of the men was executed in an awful way where he was he just had stones literally piled on top of him until he just he just couldn't take in his his chest crushed. Um, so, you know, you have all these like terrible things that happen. And so it's it's so nice and beautiful that the city came together and and really um, tried to pay respect to those um, atrocities of the past. But you know, it, it's one of those things where you go and it's a very inviting and loving city. And I think that that's one of the things that I really fell in love with about that area. You know, you always watch on TV, the Boston people, you know, but I will say my time in Salem and in Boston was like the sweetest, most like wonderful trip ever. And I had so much fun and I ate so much good food and people were so nice. Like it was wonderful. And I highly, highly recommend anyone listening to this. If you're like, man, I got to go see me some pirates and witches, go to Salem. Uh, and if you go do cool stuff that I didn't talk about, let me know because I am totally obsessed with Salem and I want to go back. I know it's busy because it's October now, but, <laughs> but I will go back soon because I'm telling you, I, I'm living for it. I need another ferry trip. I need to be on the sea. Um, Y'all are going to see me in like a pirate get up next time. Actually, this area that I'm recording in right now is actually, I made it a pirate theme area to shoot stuff. So it's actually really funny that I kind of turned it into my Camp Cryptid uh, little cabin, but it's originally a pirate theme. So you know, I love me some pirates, but I just thought that was a really cool bit about Salem being associated with pirates and witches because ugh, how how much cooler can you get than witches and pirates? You know, uh, you can't. It's just it's epic. Um, and I'm totally obsessed with like Pirates of the Caribbean again. And oh, it, speaking of Edward Lowe, you can actually if you're on Disney, um, if, if you're going to Disneyland, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride actually depicts him so it depicts this this ruthless pirate in the ride itself so if you go to disneyland keep an eye out for edward lowe because he is on the pirates of the caribbean ride which is apparently also haunted supposedly in the ride they used actual human skulls and that is why the ride is haunted it is crazy though um and also the Shanghai Pirates of the Caribbean ride looks so sick. If you have not seen how cool this ride looks, please YouTube it because it is, it, I, I need to go now. I need to go and ride. I, I'm literally just going to travel around to all the different Disney parks and just ride the pirate ride. That's my, that's my new thing. I'm, I'm literally full on pirate mode. Um, but yeah. Uh, outside though of going to the Salem Witch uh, Memorial, sorry, I, get, I the pirates. Every time pirates pop into my mind, I just it's like I just want to like put on an eye patch and just, <laughs> just 
just go off for it. But um, but the neat thing about uh, Salem is, like I said, you can follow the yellow line literally everywhere, uh, which is really neat because outside of the, the witch trial, there is Nathaniel Hawthorne. Uh, so he wrote The Crucible and The House of Seven Gables, which is based off the House of Seven Gables. So, of course, right, if you take the ferry, uh, the House of Seven Gables is literally right on your way to the ferry. So you can either do it first thing when you get off the ferry or you can do it on your way back. Uh, I chose to do it on my way back, but it's this cute little house and you can walk in. And if you aren't familiar with the House of Seven Gables, it's actually based on the Salem Witch Trials and a curse that uh, basically surrounds that. So it's a little, it's a cute little side note about Salem and another cool thing that you can do along the way. Um, but like I said, there's a ton of shopping to do there. There's a ton of spooky shops. They have a bewitch statue that's close to a place called Flying Saucer Pizza, which, which a lot of people told me about that was amazing, but I didn't eat there because I ate at Turner's. But Flying Saucer was another one that I heard a lot about. So that might be another option if you ever go. But yeah, it totally feels like Halloween 24-7 in Salem, which I absolutely just fell in love with and like I said what cooler way than to kick off the new season than pirates and witches because oh my gosh I'm obsessed um and I just fell in love with Salem and I can't wait to go back I can't wait to hopefully do an overnight there and stay at a haunted like Airbnb or something or a bed and bread I don't even care I, I will sleep outside I'm just so ready to go back to Salem uh and I really can't wait to do an episode on Boston too because Boston was, like I said, it was awesome. And I honestly, <laughs> every now and then I get on Realtor and I'm like, ooh, let's see if I can find me a house there because I'm I'm on my nautical like captain kick right now. So, um, but yeah, I, I will definitely be doing an episode this, uh, this season on Boston because Boston has a crazy history, lots of haunted stuff, and it's a really, really beautiful city. And uh, I can't wait to talk about it, you know? It's just really cool. And I love going to all these places. And it's like kind of like revamped me because I, I'm like, I get excited now because of all these cool places I can go. I'm like, ooh, the Conjuring House. Oh my gosh, I got to go back to New Orleans. You know, it's just all of these creepy places I'm just like so excited to go to. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I just want to, I guess talk about how cool Salem was today and I hope you guys are inspired to go or if you know you've been it inspires you to go back <laughs> and then share all the cool places that you've you've gone and then share them with me so I can go next time I go um but yeah, I want to thank you guys so much for hanging out. Uh, like I said, if you guys ever have any cool stories or if you had something creepy happen in Salem and you stayed overnight or, you know, you've been to Boston and something creepy happened, you can always submit your own story to me so I can read them for our Campfire Tales episodes. And uh, if you just go to campcryptedpod.com, there's like a little contact section where you can just go through, you can leave me your story and then uh, I go through and I'm going to try to do like Campfire Tales episodes like every other episode or like every three episodes because there are so many good stories that you all have submitted so far and I'm like I go through and I read them I'm like oh my gosh I have like 15 15 stories to read on this next episode I'm losing it uh but it's so cool and it's it's so neat seeing the difference uh like the different types of experiences that everybody has all over the world which is you know it's it kind of brings us all together in this weird creepy world uh that we all live in this magical awesome world full of pirates um 
But yeah, so I want to thank you guys again for hanging out for the first episode back of Camp Cryptid. As always, I am so thankful for you all. And uh, if you need anything, just go to campcryptidpod.com. You can find all of the social media there. And uh, you can also leave your little message for a creepy story in the future. And uh, all the good stuff is on there. Like I have a bonfire now. Uh, Some of the shirts and the mug goes towards some really great causes. uh, And I'll continue to do that over the course of this season I'll, I'll drop more things and you know we'll do some awesome things together as a community which I really really love so uh, in the meantime don't forget to follow the Instagram the Twitter all of that's on the website though so you know where to go but yeah thanks again for hanging out campers and I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and until next time take care <laughs>